0: Coming up on Philosophy Talk, Stoicism. Comprehensive ancient theory about the emotions, about the well-lived life. I think it's
1: a good guide to life for us even today. It directs attention away from the way you feel about things and regarding happiness in the crude sense of feeling good about things or having a lot of pleasure to thinking instead about what kind of person to be. She's
0: so respected.
1: When we say that the Stoics uh, reject emotions, we need to make a distinction. Our guest is John Cooper from Princeton University. The ones that they disapprove of, you might describe as passionate emotions. The sorts of feelings which I have, even on my best days, (laughs) still get counted by them as passionate. Stoicism, coming up on Philosophy Talk, after the news.
0: Welcome to Philosophy Talk, the program that questions... Everything Uh, Except your intelligence. I'm John Perry. And I'm Ken Taylor. We're coming to you from the studios of 91.7 KALW, Loco Innovative Public Radio for San Francisco.
1: Continuing conversations that begin at Beautiful Philosopher's Corner on the Stanford campus.
0: Beautiful and hot these days, and those conversations migrate from there to the air via the signals of this station and others, and from the air to the Internet via our blog, blog theblog.philosophytalk.org. Our topic today is Stoicism. You know, John. Stoic. You can. Here's a test of the influence of Stoicism. It has an adjective that's worked, named after it. You know, that's worked its way into ordinary language, and that adjective reflects part of the core of the meaning
1: of the actual philosophical movements. Not many philosophical movements a- achieve that. Well, that that's true, and uh, it, it contrasts with Epicureanism, and Epicure is now not really very related to what the Epicureans thought, but Stoicism means pretty much what the Stoics thought, this detachment from emotions, and I've as I've been reading about stoicism, I've realized I am a stoic. This is the inner me. Yeah. And and frankly, Ken, uh, I don't really care about any of this. I mean, I can't do anything about the fact that stoicism is an adjective. I can't even do anything about the fact that our topic is stoicism. I just, I don't care. arouses oh, well, no emotion wait. in me at all. Oh, come on.
0: Suppose, look, if we, if this program is a disaster, which I doubt will happen, I, I'll be crushed. I mean, if our callers are stupid, if our guest says inane things, if you and I flub it, I'll be crushed. I'll be really disappointed.
1: Hey, uh, how you feel? Ah, well, the same way I feel about the fact that Pluto is a cold planet, or that our president is, uh... Uh, possibly a complete idiot, or that uh, anything else, it's beyond my control. I'm just completely placid about it. I mean, who cares? You're
0: making Stoicism sound like uh, just a philosophy of inaction. I mean, what are you going to do as a Stoic? I mean, our topic, it's your topic, it's my topic, is Stoicism. What are you going to do? Aren't you going to do your best? Aren't you going to give it your all?
1: You know, uh, it it could be I don't have this totally figured out. I was just so thrilled to find out that the fact that I'm basically uh, not in touch with my emotions could be a philosophical virtue, that I've maybe gone a little overboard. (laughs) Is somebody going to help us understand (laughs) this mess called Stoicism? I think you have
0: gone a little overboard. And to help us get back on board, a roving philosophical reporter, Polly Stryker, looked for reasons why 21st century (laughs) people might care about Stoicism. She files this report.
2: Are you ever disappointed? Are you ever anxious about an exam? Do you have dating woes? Do you have uh, trouble dealing with your parents? Are you ever frustrated? Do you ever get angry? If so, Stoicism can improve your life.
3: That's William Stevens, professor of philosophy at Creighton University in Omaha, Nebraska, where he teaches a class in Stoicism. He says Stoicism is not all about being dispassionate and stern.
2: Well, there are good emotions and bad emotions. The good emotions are joy, caution, and rational wanting, according to the Stoics. And fear, greed, resentment, envy, jealousy, spite, all of these are bad emotions. Certainly anger is the worst of all.
3: Stoicism involves checking your emotions and realizing the limits of your control.
2: What makes us upset are our own judgments about events. So if somebody steps on my toe in a crowded movie theater, what's up to me is how I choose to evaluate that event. I can choose to get angry at the person who did it, but if it happened accidentally, why would I want to make myself upset by choosing to get angry?"
3: Turns out Stoicism is alive and well today. Take Tom Wolfe's novel, A Man in Full. Reading the Stoic philosopher Epictetus helps the main character deal with a string of bad luck that begins with getting laid off.
2: If your employer decides to lay you off, that's of course beyond your control. What's within your control is doing your job well. Because if you're doing your job well, you're focusing on what's up to you, and therefore you've earned your own self-respect. And so if somebody else lays you off, that's their decision. Yours is to decide what kind of job to apply for next.
3: People may not realize it, but stoicism's everywhere in the Russell Crowe movie, Gladiator.
2: It is all over the place. I mean, the, the opening scene with the battle, There you have Roman sobriety and seriousness, disciplined training of the soldiers, carefully ordered in their ranks, getting ready for the battle.
1: Will they fight, sir? You shall know soon enough.
2: Soldier, I ordered you to move those catapults forward. They're out of range. Range is good. They don't fly into a frenzy because they're destroying soldiers.
3: The trouble begins when the elderly Roman emperor, Marcus Aurelius, a famous Stoic philosopher in real life, chooses his disciplined general, Maximus Decimus, played by Russell Crowe, to guide the empire when he dies.
0: Uh, There is one more duty that I ask of you before you go home.
1: What would you have me do, Caesar? I want you to become the protector of Rome after
0: I die. Commodus is not a moral man. Commodus cannot rule. He must
3: not rule. The volatile Commodus gets angry, killing his father and Maximus's family. The Crow character is forced to become a gladiator before stoically fighting his way to freedom.
2: He has a very tough time of it, and he goes through a number of tests, but he doesn't consider killing himself. He copes with his situation the best he can, even as desperate as it becomes throughout the movie.
3: Stoicism works well with the warrior ethic. Admiral James Stockdale, who spent seven years in the Hanoi Hilton, looked to the philosophy when he was shot down over Vietnam.
2: Many of his fellow prisoners who did not have the liberal arts education that included learning Epictetus crumbled. It takes genuine mental discipline to be able to maintain self-respect and dignity in those circumstances. And Stockdale was able to do that. He was able to walk Epictetus' talk. Strength and honor. Strength and honor. Strength and honor.
3: For Philosophy Talk, I'm Polly Stryker.
0: You can listen to the rest of this episode by purchasing it on iTunes Music, or for unlimited listening, subscribe to our archive at philosophytalk.org.